The seven steps to divorcing a narcissist and co-parenting with them are one, accept that they will never be rational with you. Number two, keep all your conversation short and to the facts. Number three, accept that they won't follow a schedule. Number four, pick your battles. Number five, focus on what you can control, yourself. Number six, they will alienate your child. It is guaranteed. And number seven, go become an expert. Now, let me dig into all of these. The first one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Except that they will not be rational. This is the most difficult aspect is when I deal, I have a client right now. She's in the middle of a divorce with a narcissist. And the biggest difficulty is she wants to negotiate. And she's like, well, if I'm nice. And the thought that you're actually dealing with a person who will accept truth, who will be fair, they just won't. And that's her biggest stumbling block is... She keeps wanting to be nice and keeps wanting to have conversations. And well, if I do this, I won't upset him and everything will go well. And she's been trying this for three months and his abuse is getting worse. His manipulation is getting worse. He's um, exerting more and more power. She's losing more and more of her autonomy and her position in the divorce. And that's, the, so it, it's imperative. It took me a long time too. Um, because they'll get nice and, oh, no, I'll support you. And, you know, they can be very kind. It's all manipulative. And so, you know, our natural instinct is to go, oh, this is a normal person. They're not normal. They are hurt. They are broken. They are scared. And especially because of divorce, they don't want you to leave. And so that's why they're playing all of these games. And so it's imperative that you recognize they will never be rational. They will never be honest. They are always out to get you. Number two, keep communication shortened to the facts. What many people do is they try to have conversations over the phone. They try to explain themselves. Never, ever, ever. If you can avoid phone calls or in-person meetings at any cost, do it. Because what you need is a record of their abusive behavior. And that's why you want everything through text message and through email so that when it, you know, as their behavior escalates, which it will during the divorce, you have concrete facts. You can't go in there with he said, she said. You need to just put it in front of a judge and go, here it is, or show it to the police or whatever, your lawyer, whatever you have to do. So make sure you're not having phone calls or discussions in person just say, you know, this works better for me to um, send me an email. Um, just divert. Don't, don't get caught up in that. And don't explain yourself. If you want to put the kids in counseling, if you want to make decisions, if your divorce decree allows for you to make decisions, don't explain why. Because they're going to go, why are you doing this? And, you know, chastise you and all of that. You're, you're an adult. You're not a child. You don't have to explain yourself. 
the temporary orders or the divorce orders have given you the ability to make certain decisions. Just make them. If they disagree with them, just say, I hear you're frustrated. Um, thanks for sharing your thoughts. Short and to the point, no explanation. Number three, accept that they won't follow the schedule. This is all about um, the kids. They, the parenting schedule, they're going to manipulate. Um, they will not honor it. They'll break all the rules and then demand that you follow the rules. And if you slip it, like they're constantly monitoring you, where you're going, what you're doing, how you're acting with the kids, and they're constantly complaining. Yet they don't show up for visitation. They're late. They plan vacations. They, they'll break all of the rules. And that's why, again, you need everything in writing, text message and email. Um, I know in my own case, the only way I could see my kids was to call the police. That was it. She would barricade them in the house. She would not show up. She'd go on vacations. You know, I, I was supposed to have them for Easter. I show up at the house. House is black and gone. They went camping. They just disappeared. And so I, the only way I could get visitation was to call the police and get them to do a civil assist because she would refuse to give them. She would... Well, we'll get to this, the parental alienation. Um, she had created prisoners out of the kids. And so you have to be ready for that and have plans in place to deal with that. Number four, pick your battles. This is really difficult because they're breaking the rules and doing so many things improperly um, that the tendency is to want to fight over everything. You're going to have to let some things go. Because you're not going to get a judge or lawyers to pursue everything. And so what you're looking for are the most severe aspects of it. And just recognize, look, for the rest of your life, you're going to deal with this problem. They're not going to follow the rules. They're going to be abusive. They're going to be hurtful. And so certain battles, it's not worth the fight. Just let it go. Save yourself for the bigger battles. The ones where you've gathered evidence, where you have more proof where you can take it to the court or a decision maker or a child and family investigator and you can completely document their poor behavior. So <clears throat> instead of gauging, engaging it at every little step, let it stack up and make one big step. That's a much better way to approach it than to fight over every little thing. Plus, you just can't live your life that way. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you consumed with them, even in the divorce process. Okay. Number five, focus on what you can control yourself. Again, so many people, I, I think it's wonderful. And I talk about this in my narcissism videos. We should go educate ourselves on a narcissist and how they operate. But that should be a very short phase of our development. What I see too often is people get addicted to trying to figure out the narcissist and complain about the narcissist and tell stories about the narcissist. And so they're constantly stuck in the victim position, replaying the trauma against themselves. And yes, that's, I chose those words specifically. If you are stuck ruminating and researching your narcissist, you are victimizing yourself. You have now become the narcissistic abuser of yourself. We do need to research and educate ourselves, but it is imperative that we switch out of that and we stop ruminating on them and we stop 
fixating on the problem and focus on what we can control ourselves, which is the solution. That needs to be the primary way we deal with a narcissist and co-parenting is live in solutions. Ask yourself three things. What do I want? What can I control? And what will I not tolerate? Remember the tolerate part. We, need, we don't want to fight over everything. We want to pick our battles. So instead of researching them, stop that, switch over. What do I want? I want A, B, C, and D. What can I control in being able to get A, B, and C? Do I need to call the lawyers? Do I need a child and family investigator? What, what is it I need to do? What actions do I need to take that focus on the solution, not the problem? And I use both of those to attack what I can't tolerate. Now, many people don't know what they want. Well, the way to find that is focus. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. On what you can't tolerate. So you'll have this long list of things you hate or don't want to deal with or are upset about. Well, the simple answer is what's the opposite? That tells you what you want. All right. So if you get fixated on what you can't tolerate, you're back in the victim position. Write it down, but then switch it to, okay, what do I want instead? What can I control and how do I go get it? Put an action plan in place. It's all about focusing on the solution instead of living and ruminating and self-victimizing yourself with the problem. <clears throat> all right, next one, number six. Um, we have to accept that they will alienate our child. There will be psychological and emotional abuse. They will turn them against you. That is their sole purpose is to destroy you at every chance they get. They're looking for um, allies. They're looking for people. Um, and kids are easy to control. And here's the other thing to recognize is this is going to be horrifically difficult because children will identify with the abuser. It's a life-saving technique. And... This is a very complex subject, and so I can't get into it. Like, I've done three full-length videos on parental alienation. And so your, your best solution, I, I can't, that's an hour and a half worth of conversation to walk you through parental alienation. So I encourage you to go watch these three videos where I outline exactly how to handle this, regardless if it's a narcissist or any sort of contentious co-parenting dynamic. So the first video is titled, Parental Alienation, How to Recognize the Signs You Are Being Alienated. The second video is, How to Parent Properly If You Are the Target of Parental Alienation. The third one is, The Seven Mistakes Targeted Parents of Parental Alienation Make. You must watch those because so often in these dynamics, there's a narcissist and the other parent ends up performing alienating and narcissistic parenting techniques to try and convince their children that the other parent is wrong and it becomes a disaster and the children suffer greatly. So please 
Don't do that. Watch those three videos so you don't hurt your children. It's imperative that you learn exactly, like literally, any negative word about your spouse is parental or ex-spouse is parental alienation. Anything. That's, that's how insidious this disease is and how damaging it is to our child. That if you speak negatively about your ex-spouse to your children, you are alienating your children. You are doing psychological and emotional damage that will last them the rest of their life. You love your child, then go love them. Watch those three videos. Don't do these techniques on them. They don't deserve that. Finally, number seven, become an expert. Because they're going to lie and assassinate your character and all of those things, it is imperative that you go become an expert on all of these dynamics, narcissism, parental alienation, um, you also need to take parenting classes. That is a must. None of us are taught how to be a parent. We're all perfectly imperfect. But your children become your emotional condition. If you're a stressed out mess and you're constantly destroyed by what the narcissist is doing, all of that emotional energy is going to poison your children. It is your responsibility to learn how not to do that. That's what a kind, loving um, responsible parent does. They must make an investment in learning how to parent. I suggest Parenting with Love and Logic. There are classes on it. There are books on it. It is an amazing dynamic to teach your kids and be loving and not alienate them. So that's one thing I think every parent needs to do. Plus, as you do this, when the narcissist attacks you, because they're going to, you need to back yourself up in court with actions. So when they say you're in A, B, C, and D, you're already in parenting classes. You're working with a therapist. All right, that's number two of becoming an expert. You need it to hire an expert to help you with your emotional condition, to teach you about these dynamics. This is horrific stuff. I don't know. I would have never made it if I didn't have my counselor. I needed so much education on how to deal with all of this. It saved my life. And many people, unfortunately, see it as a cost. And I'm like, God, I just don't understand why we look at this as a cost. It's an investment. Now, you don't have to hire me or my programs. I don't care who you hire. But you need to hire somebody that's an expert in these dynamics and can walk you through and can also listen to you. And support you because you're on an island and you're being attacked. It's imperative that you work with a professional to gain a, a sense of calm and safety and gain the skills and tools that you don't have to navigate this dynamic. I also highly recommend you get your kids in therapy. Fight for that in the divorce decree that you have the right to do that without their consent and because your kids need a safe place to go because you're not always going to be safe. This is just too big. There are times you're going to be incredibly inappropriate and hurtful to your kids. Give yourself grace for that. There's no way you could not. You're being attacked by a monster and you actually think you're going to handle that perfectly. That is way too big of an expectation to place on yourself. 
You don't need that expectation. It's not fair and it's not right. Your children need a safe outlet for when both parents are perfectly imperfect. Please get your children in therapy. Finally, develop emotional mastery. Again, our children become our emotional condition. We cannot guide them through this incredibly abusive emotional dynamic if we don't haven't done the work on ourselves. You can't teach what you haven't learned. Think of that. Say it again. You cannot teach what you haven't learned. And none of us are taught emotional mastery, taught how to parent, how to deal with narcissists, how to deal with parental alienation, any of these dynamics. It is imperative. It is your responsibility as a parent to do those four things. I know for many people, finances are tough, but there are groups like, don't go looking for the excuse. There's a way to do it. I mean, I know for myself, I was going through bankruptcy and I made some very clear decisions. I lived in a tiny one bedroom apartment. I had no furniture. I slept on the floor with blankets. I had no TV, no cable. I spent every extra penny I had driving an hour and a half twice a week to see my therapist. I knew my kids and myself could not survive. I backed up my beliefs and my um, concerns with action. I didn't play the victim and talk about how I can't afford it. I made damn sure that bill to him and the gas to get to him got paid. That's how important this has to be to you. So if you're paying cable, you have the money to take classes. Like, you got to make that choice. No, I'm done with it. I'm not going to do it. I need to heal me. I need to gain the skills and tools to be present for my children. That's the commitment this takes when you're dealing with somebody who's so diabolically devious. If you're not willing to do that, that's fine. Like, you don't have, you don't have to do what I did. But just take ownership that you're choosing not to do that. That's okay. You can do that. No judgment. We all get to choose what our morals and values are. That's, those were my morals and values. I sacrificed everything to learn about this stuff. So I've developed a whole emotional mastery program. Again, I don't know anyone that teaches it, um, but you're welcome. I don't care whose program you follow or which coach or therapist you hire. It doesn't have to be me, but it has to be somebody. So there are your seven tips. My heart goes out to you. This is horrific. But stop playing the victim position and start playing the victor position. Remember, what do you want? What can you control? And what will you not tolerate? And start taking action today. Go become an expert.